the Our Patriots podcast, honoring the men and women who achieved American independence and taken from the pages of American Spirit, the Daughters of the American Revolution's award-winning magazine. Joseph DeCure, Multinational Patriot, written by Ingrid R. Stanley and appearing in the September-October 2019 edition of American Spirit magazine. In the late 18th century, Joseph Antoine de Cure became one of the wealthiest planters in Louisiana's Pointe Coupe parish. But that's not why his name deserves to live on. The son of French immigrants to Louisiana, Joseph served in the Spanish army that aided the colonies in their fight for independence and earned status as a revolutionary war patriot. Marching on Baton Rouge Joseph's father was Jean-Francois de Cure, a native of Mirth, France, now Merzig, Germany. Jean-Francois lived in present-day Belgium before making the journey to the Louisiana colony sometime around 1720, though the population of Louisiana at that time was largely French Creoles or people of French ancestry, the colony was ruled by the Spanish. Jean-Francois married Jean-Vievre Mayu of New Orleans on November 5, 1743. Jean-Francois and Jean-Vievre had a total of 12 children and raised them all in Pointe Coupe Parish, Louisiana, on the west side of the Mississippi River, now part of the Baton Rouge metropolitan area. Joseph was their fourth child, born August the 30th, 1752. Around 1777, Joseph joined the Pointe-Coupe Parish Militia, along with two of his brothers, Pierre and Jean-Paul. The militia served under Bernardo de Galvez, the colonial governor of Spanish Louisiana. After Spain, an ally of France declared war on Great Britain on May 8, 1779, in retaliation for the losses incurred during the Seven Years' War, Galvez made plans to take British West Florida. In late August of that year, he gathered his recruits, militiamen such as Joseph and his brothers, Creoles, including free Creoles of color, American Indians, U.S. volunteers, and his own Spanish regulars, and marched to the far western border of the British-held land. First, he captured Fort Butte, about 115 miles up the Mississippi River from New Orleans, after a brief skirmish when he traveled 15 miles to Fort New Richmond in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, on the east side of the Mississippi River. For hours, his soldiers shelled the fort in the British colony until Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Dixon surrendered. Spain's endeavors in the military action of Baton Rouge and other British-held posts in the South diluted its enemy's strength in British West Florida. It was this military might, along with Spain's contributions of finances, supplies, and munitions, that aided the American cause. Most Americans think of the Revolutionary War as happening in the original 13 colonies, writes Randy Paul de Cure, a descendant and author of Pointe Coupe's Patriots, the 1777 Pointe Coupe Militia, Louisiana's Forgotten Soldiers of the American Revolution. Quote, but Louisiana's French Creoles played a key role in the war, which captured the control of the Mississippi River from the British, blocking the British Army from this vital access route. Joseph honorably served in the militia for 26 years. In honor of the U.S. Bicentennial in 1976, Pointe Coupe DAR chapter honored Joseph and other members of the militia with a plaque that still hangs in the lobby of the Pointe Coupe Parish Courthouse. Domestic Relationships Though Joseph never legally married, Louisiana's law forbade interracial marriages, he had a long relationship with Francois Beaulieu, a free woman of color and one of the wealthiest free persons of color in the parish. Bellieu was the daughter of Louis Chavon Bellieu II and Marianne, a free woman of color whose heritage traces back to grandparents from Senegal. In 1804, Joseph sold Bellieu, 
a plantation downriver from his. But by 1810, they were living next to each other according to that year's Point Coupe Parish Census. Together, they had five children, Eugenie, Antoine, Claire, Celeste, and Lafoy. After Bellew died in 1812, Joseph spent the rest of his life with another free woman of color, Claire Coivin. They had a daughter, Heloise. Point Coupe Parish Civil Records show that on October the 31st, 1818, Joseph acknowledged all six of his living children by both Bellew and Coivin. Land and Legacy in 1783, Joseph purchased about 1,800 acres along Fosse Riviere, or False River, in Pointe Coupe Parish. According to surveyor's notes found in the Pointe Coupe Clerk Court Office, Joseph bought the land from two American Indian chiefs. No home was built on the land until after his death. Just before his death, Joseph was visited by the parish judge, Peter Dormanon, to assist him in the writing of his last will and testament. Joseph left as much of his estate as the law would allow, one half, to Eugenie, Antoine, Claire, Celeste Lefoy, and Heloise. Each of the children received more than $30,000. He left the other half of his estate to his nieces and nephews. Joseph died in February 1822 at the age of 72, according to some records, or 70, according to the date of his baptismal record. Joseph's son, Antoine, built a house on his father's False River land about 1832 to 1835. According to the Library of Congress, the house was reportedly designed by a builder from Santo Domingo, now in the Dominican Republic, who was thought to have provided a scale model of the house. However, neither the model nor the documentation of the builder has been found. The French Creole-style plantation was named Austerlitz in honor of Napoleon's victory in Austerlitz in 1805. The house was placed on the National Register of Historic Places in 1991. That privately owned home still exists in the present-day town of Oscar, Louisiana. I hope you have enjoyed this edition of the Our Patriots podcast and that you'll listen to future installments, each focused on a patriot who helped to win our independence. I also know that you will enjoy reading more about our nation's fascinating history by receiving a subscription to American Spirit magazine. Visit us at dar.org and search for American Spirit. Consider, too, researching your family tree and joining our service organization of dedicated women devoted to promoting historic preservation, education, and patriotism. There's something for everyone in today's DAR. This has been the Our Patriots Podcast, a dynamic duo high-five production in association with the Daughters of the American Revolution and Tin Shingle.